Gone Girls Podcast. We interview the people we like and try to get to the bottom of life. The Gone Girls Podcast. The Gone Girls Podcast Show. Everybody, I'm Shauna from the Gone Girls podcast. Please join us at New York Comedy Club May 22nd at 7 p.m. Use the code VOID for $15 tickets. Headliner is Mike Cannon. Mike Cannon. John Fish is also on the show. Ankara Martina Savant, whatever the fuck she's calling herself this week, is also on the show. I'm on the show. Shauna Lane. Sean Elaine is on the show, and other people that I can't remember right now, please join us. Yes. Thank you. And uh, my next improv show is going to be May 12th, Mother's Day, at 7 p.m. at the Pit yeah. Loft. Come watch us. We need an audience, and Bring we're very funny. your mother. Love you. Bye. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Gone Girls podcast. I'm Ankara Savone. I'm Sean Elaine. And we've got Kristen Bry for you. Kristen Bry! Who's <laughs> one of my dear friends, and I just learned how to say her last name. Sorry. You know what happens. You're not she the first one. She was saying one. it wrong before. My intention was there. That's all that matters. It's always intentions. Not really. Welcome. Welcome to our podcast. I'm happy to be here. I've been wanting. I've been asking for, you know, about a year and a half to be on here. I have not. Lies. You've been know. asking to be on the podcast yeah. for I'm like, what am I going to be on? She's like, oh, you know. Whatever. Um, no, you didn't. No, I'm just no when you directly asked me, I booked you right away. That's true. That's true. See, I do well with direct orders. <laughs> you, like, <laughs> were you being passive aggressive? Probably. Were you like, like yeah, I love I do it. your podcast? <laughs> yeah. Your podcast is really funny. Thank you. That's it. That, that, Silence. She didn't, um, oh my God, I would love to do your podcast. <laughs> Sorry, we're sharing a mic today, so it's going to sound weird. It's super awkward. It's it cute does. to watch, though. Thanks. It's like, uh, <laughs> it's like a you're vaudeville cute. show. You're like so a, like close we're doing an act right now. Your face, I can see every pore. <sighs> well, at least you don't have bad breath. For now. For now. Um, this is a podcast <laughs> for people that want to hear comedy. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing. I'm uncomfortable. Shauna, you're having a great hair day. Kristen! Okay, that was not nice! Kristen, hey, we just also found out, and you were here for this. Sorry, we're just going to get a little bit of personal stuff yeah, out yeah, of the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, let's go for it. That Shauna told me I had a good haircut 10 years ago, and we just found out today she was lying. I was lying because Ankara is beautiful, and in order for me to look better around her, she's got to... So did you not down. like her yet? Oh, no, I loved her right You already loved her. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So it wasn't like a oh, weird, God. like, oh, this This, <laughs> this either was going to work or not work. That was uh, it. Right? I didn't really like her right away. Shut up! That's not true! <laughs> <laughs> Is that Any, true? Really? No. Oh. No, yeah, we, we like, fell in love. Oh, okay. That's what I thought. I yeah. thought it was love at first. That's what I do. Can okay. we see? Like, I fall in love was with it all like, the women in this room first, right we away. Have, we have a voyeur in we the have, corner. Um, Rachel Williams. Raymay. You on the couch. Raymay on the couch. Yeah, yeah. Um, so how do you guys know each other? Oh, so I met Kristen doing improvisation mm -hmm. at the pit. Yes, we and were in a class together. Uh -huh. And we fell in love pretty quickly. Yeah. Similar, similarly. The same class with Raymay? No. no. I think it was right before you had class because we were yeah, two we met, and then mm -hmm. I think you guys met, met her in three. three. Yeah. Yeah. So we had, uh, we, <laughs> we were just actually talking about that teacher. Yeah. Uh, of like, oh, was we, he hot? 
No. Okay. No, I mean, he was like, he's like an average looking white guy. Like, he's like not bad looking. He's just like, (laughs) but he was not a very constructive teacher. Ooh, let's bash all the teachers that we've ever had. Mm. Just kidding. <laughs> okay, so um But we but I found her and so that's really nice. Yeah. Right. Um we were both really tall, the mm-hmm. tallest women in the class, mm-hmm. and really loud and have really big mm-hmm. mouths and smiles. Mm-hmm. And I was like, click, friends. I like you. And also she took uh, control of the class email. I was like, oh, I did this. She is. She goes like, I'm a nerd. I'm like, I like I her. think She's I literally, I think it was like, oh, we need an email, like an email list. And I think I pulled out like an entire bag of pens from my <laughs> backpack. I was like, it's okay, I have a pen and a paper. Everyone write it down. And then, <laughs> alpha. You're like, alpha. I'm gone with that one. Yeah. So I liked her right away. And then we didn't really hang out. You didn't really hang out afterwards until I think it was like third or fourth class because it was my birthday. And I was like, hey, come hang oh, out. Yeah. Uh-oh. 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 Something happened. Oh, it's going. It's going. Now it's going, but we've oh. been doing this for like 20 minutes. Already. No, we were It was like three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yeah. maybe that's what happened. It just... No, okay. The f- it's fine. We're good. We're good. We'll get back to uh, the podcast. Yep. Okay. Yep, yep. Um, so... And then you don't do improv anymore, though, do you? No. So I... We met in a time... So my... So Kristen Full had just met to ne- move to New York, right? Basically, yeah. So, yeah, like a couple so I like my like very random background. So I moved from Madison, Wisconsin to LA when I was 16 to be an actress. Yes. But you know. no, get this. Her parents followed her yeah. there. I, I like Who did you go with? My parents. Uh, I could somehow can follow her. I was a very, I was a very willful child. If I was child. like 16 and I was like, Mom, Dad, I'm going to LA to be an actor, they'd be like, no, you're not. <laughs> I know. I think that your parents are so supportive. They're super supportive. I think it was also like a perfect storm of, I was the only, like the last child. I mean, there's only two of us, so it's not one out of two, Mm -hmm. but my dad, my brother was in college. My dad had just stopped working and was like in transition of trying to figure out what he wanted to do next. My mom had stopped working like years before. And so it was kind of this thing. And they're from a small town in Wisconsin. They went to university, of Wisconsin, Madison. So like they had lived their entire lives there. I think they kind of saw me as an opportunity of like Madison bridges, Madison County bridges. Madison, I don't bridges of Madison bridges County, Madison County, but different place. Dane County, Madison, Wisconsin is in Dane County. So I don't know actually where that love takes the book, place. love the movie. Don't you yeah. have family out there? Iowa. Oh, you know, same thing, right? Uh, I mean, really. I have to say no, but, okay. Not really. It's I can see why people would confuse it. We're gonna go visit you in Madison. Madison's amazing. I mean, it was really it was a great place to grow up. Side and note: Your forehead is amazing. It is a good forehead. Yeah, you have really, really? good forehead. I, that's yeah. so yeah. funny because I've recently noticed in pictures like the signs of aging right here. Oh, yeah, it gets Mm-mm. worse. No, but your I'm forehead's like, tight, like, yo. <laughs> Anyways, so yes. actor thought I was always gonna be an actor. After four years in LA, I was like, I should go to college. Uh, Stopped acting mostly because I was like, I have no agency. I can't do my own thing. Like, did you get work? I did get work. I have an IMDb page. Um, I was, let's see, I, uh, my first, this is actually really funny. My first job was uh, a coma patient on, um, no, what was that? Uh, What was (laughs) the judge? What was the judge? Judge Amy? Judge Amy? No. Judge. Judging. It was not Judge Judy. Uh, Judge it was Judy. the um, it was a show with where she was like uh, she, it was like the the that pretty like brunette curly haired actress and she was a judge. It was on forever and Tyne Daly was on it mm. and 
anyways, I was in that and my character was supposed to wake up, like to wake up, yeah. but I had lines. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was on this show. It was like, like had like my character like try to kill himself herself. And it would have been great, sorry, if you were on Judge Judy's as a reality show, like <laughs> yes, as that's a coma patient. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm on this show. It's my first big thing, big thing. Mm-hmm. And of course, we're now in California. So we're two hours behind Wisconsin. And my mom and my father tell literally everyone they know in Wisconsin that I'm going to be on this show. Uh-huh. And so we find out two hours ahead of time that basically my character never wakes up and all of my lines have been gone. <laughs> so like a bunch of people too did to watch me always see me like lay there. And I was like, my, and my dad was like, I feel like this is going to be a good story for you to tell on Leno someday. I'm like, okay, thanks dad. Um, but no, I did that. I did uh, eight simple rules uh, with David Spade when, after John Ritter had died, but mm. it was like David Spade. Mm. Um, he, I actually got to throw a hot dog. No, a hot dog got thrown at me and then I got to, ch- fake choke David Spade. So that was fun. Um, I was in a girl's basketball movie, a girl's 1950s basketball movie. My Mm. name was Pat. I made, I made the winning shot. Um, yeah, no, I did like seven or eight different credits. Okay. And so, yeah, so I definitely, I worked and I, I had, I was like, it's so funny to be back in entertainment now and realize how lucky I was at like 17 to have an agent and have a manager and be like submitted for all of these things. But then why did you leave? Cause I think I, I mean, for me at that age, I realized how much of the stuff that I was going out for was like hot girl number two. And mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. it was right. Like I quit basically as YouTube became a thing as yeah. it became super affordable to like do your own stuff. Yeah. And I know I was really young, but it was like, yeah. I think now looking at it and as how much people are like, if I'm not going to, if I'm not getting booked, I'm just going to create my own th- stuff right and at that point that didn't really seem like an option and so I think the reason I quit was like I felt like I had no control or agency Mm -hmm, of like mm -hmm. my life of like I was constantly waiting for someone to cast me and then have that show be like not only done well but then received well and like your career was so dependent on so many things going right that are outside of your control that I was like I should probably go get an education and not wait for like the stars to so align. So where'd you go to school? So I started at community college in Santa Monica and California, I think still has Dream a great yeah. Uh, yeah. community college program yeah. because all the UC schools are great public universities. Did you universities. graduate from high school? I mean, you must have to go So to- yeah, so I graduated. So I got my GED, but then I also ended up graduating from Santa Monica High School. Oh. Were you in, were you in LA during the big earthquake? Like the Which- big one? I don't know if there's been a big one in like what the eighties, I guess when I was born. The 80s. I was like, um, I didn't do the math yet, but that doesn't feel right. <laughs> during 1943 for that one. Were you there when the big fire happened? Oh, yeah, the fire. <laughs> when they have all of San Francisco <laughs> fell apart? No. no. <laughs> I've only, like, in the time, I ended up living in California for about 15 years, and I feel like I only ever felt like three really? earthquakes. Yeah. Did they do damage or just like a little shake and that's it? The ones I felt didn't yeah. do damage. I mean, I was, when I was living in San Francisco, there was the one that happened in Napa that like wrecked Napa. Oh yeah. But that was um, like, like three or four years ago. Yeah. I think yeah. it was like 2013 or 2014. Yeah. My cousin was there for that. Yeah. And out. so like, I mean, earthquakes are no joke. And yeah. like, but I, I, I never was on the receiving end of something that was really bad. Yeah. Okay. Um, 
but yeah, so I went to college and in college I was like a women's studies major and like public health and like really thought I was going to, you know, go to Africa and hand out birth control when I graduated in college. Nice. And then I graduated and was in San Francisco and I was like, Oh, I don't want to be poor. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, and being San Francisco was like tech capital, got a job in tech, got stuck in tech for like seven ish years. Wow. And like, I didn't perform. I just did, did that. Did you enjoy it? What does that mean, tech? Ah, uh, you know, it's like startups. It's like the startup. It's like the f- nothing to do with show business. Nothing to do. With no- absolutely nothing. Wow. After I quit acting, the only performing I did from 2007 until 2017. Yeah. So for 10 years, wow. I did vagina monologues at UC Berkeley. Nice. And uh, which vagina were you? I was the. Uh, I was there in the room, the one, like the closing one when it's like Eve Ensler's experience of actually yes. watching her grandchild be born. Yeah. yeah I, like, That's clo- a good vagina. I closed the show down. Cool. Um, yeah. I mean, it was, I mean, it was an amazing experience, but then I never, I didn't perform at all. And were you like, you were fine with that for, I mean, you just needed, cause you felt in control of your life. No, I absolutely oh. didn't feel in control Did of my life. Did you have life. a boyfriend? Yeah. Oh, I mean, okay. I mean, you had sex then. I, I was having sex. <laughs> yes, still a virgin. <laughs> I was just like, what I was did you do for ten years. I hope you were fucking somebody. I at definitely. Least. I was, and then when that relationship ended, I was fucking plenty of other people. But oh uh, yeah, I, girl, get it. But I think that's the thing. Like now, it's funny oh, to be on the other side of it. It's like the amount of I understand why people who in the jobs that are not miserable but just unfulfilling why they spend a shit ton of money why they have like they did they just like they love tinder like they need to feel something yeah. like and that was absolutely I'm like I'm competitive enough that like whatever job I was going to do I was going to do it well mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and San Francisco and like that environment is such a bubble that it's like it gets very easy to like make it seem like it's more important than it is. Did you go to the beach a lot? No, it's San Francisco. Mm. It's, it's like, no, it's it, like not, the yeah, weather we have today, which yeah. is like mm, no, great. Like or like, yesterday yes. Yesterday yeah. It's like, that's like you like never leave foggy. the house without, even in the summer, you never leave the house in San Francisco without a coat, not a coat, but like at least a jacket. Mm. Like it's, and so yeah, not a lot of beach time. Yeah. Um, and then you just woke up one morning and we're like, fuck this. I'm, Kind of. So I knew that I didn't want to, I knew that I was like already searching for something and I had always wanted to live in New York and the company I worked for had an office in New York. And so, and then literally I was supposed to move December, 2016 to New York, obviously a month before that Trump got elected. So it was like a double whammy of, yeah. Of like waking up, Trump got elected, and like, and I was like, I was that bitch who like literally was like drinking like gallons of wine that night, like huffing cigarettes, so upset. The next day, I was crying all day. Like, I was that, I was the SNL sketch reaction to him getting elected. That was like sideswiped. Like, I can't believe this is happening. Meanwhile, there's a bunch of people like pretty shocking. Yeah, it was unbelievable. Right? I was like this, like I was just like in shock. I was like in empty shock. I was like. No, they're going to, like, do a recount. Like, I was in denial. I was in denial. I was like, they're going to do a recount. You're like, this something. isn't actually. You know, I'm like, he's going to get. And then we were now. we were watching, and I was like, okay. And then I was like, what's happening? And then once Ohio won, my boyfriend was like, we just have to go to bed. It's over. And I was like, it's not over. And he was like, it's over. You just need to go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, and I still sat there. And then finally I went to bed. Yeah. The funniest thing that happened from that night is, like, 
this was when I was still single and I had just hooked up with, well, like one time I had hooked up with this guy who was like also politically kind of aware. And I guess Ohio won, isn't, you know what I meant, right? Yeah. Okay. He won Ohio. <laughs> You're living in the past. <laughs> and so, Did I say it right? I don't know. What, I don't know. I, you didn't say it wrong enough for me to be like, oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Ohio? Yeah. Isn't that the state that whoever wins is... No, I mean, it's, Florida. it's, it's Florida's a big one. Um, Ohio, yeah, Ohio's a big one. Uh, but I think it was like, those are all the states because I'm from Wisconsin. And so like Wisconsin for the first time in a long time went red which mm. it had not in a long time. Mm. Michigan, Minnesota, mm. like there was all these places that typically don't that did. And like, here we are. Yeah. But that night, because this is a comedy podcast, I'm going to tell this story. Uh, I was drunk enough from all that wine <laughs> where I literally was about to text a guy who I had only hooked up with once. Like, I'm so sad. Will you come over and just hold me? <laughs> <laughs> and my girlfriend was like, nope. Like, we're going to take your phone and just put it right here. <laughs> your girlfriend. Do not send that text message. Not I didn't. Just hold me. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, if I don't shave my legs, I will not have sex with him. Okay, sure. That always worked. Yeah. Take my phone back. Oh, yeah, take your phone back because timer's on there. <laughs> the, the thing was in there. Where'd it go? Um, so, yeah, so then I moved to New York. And I think of the combination of being out of that bubble and kind of feeling this thing of, like, I can't keep doing this job that means nothing mm-hmm. post-Trump. Mm-hmm. Um just kind of left me feeling like I started taking improv for fun and I started just like trying to put my feelers out of like, what else could it be? And then I just quit my job without really a backup plan and moved here. No, I was already here. Oh, I quit the job that I had moved here with the company I'd been with for two and a half years. Oh, that's right. So I moved with, with that company, but then like six months into the job, I was like, peace, I'm out. And so then that was 2017. So the rest of that year, like took a stand-up class and I started doing sketch and I started doing improv and all this stuff that was like who'd you take the stand-up class with Chris Griggs mm-mm. I'm only saying mm-mm because I don't know him okay not mm-mm as in that's not okay it was, a, p- it was some it was a class of the pit yeah I mean I actually got a lot out of it like it got me you did great yeah I like went I, to your class show she did great yeah oh. and I really liked I mean and I, and you I liked I, him yeah I like well I liked him I liked stand-up um and I think the improv was fun. Like all of it was just, it was so fun to get back into performing. And then it was Your also. Your stuff is super funny. Oh, thanks. Oh, I love it. Yeah, it's great. Thank you. I mean, um, I don't, I'm not, I don't understand politics, but. <laughs> I don't think that's the point. I mean, that's so yeah. to bridge the gap. It's like, then I started putting the two together of like, because I think the comedy I've always liked the most is the stuff that is political it's like daily show and john oliver and all that stuff of like how do you I do love john oliver oh, oh my he's so yeah, good he's i have such a new like profound respect like because i do my show and i have a teleprompter and the amount of takes it takes me to actually get through wordy yeah. sentences at that speed and the fact that he is doing it in front of a live audience and he yeah. does it for a full 30 minutes without stopping it's just like it's like breathe motherfucker yeah. like holy shit like yeah. it is impressive where did you get a teleprompter from you know amazon it's like really ah, small and great. quaint and also now i have a um remote oh. so when i fuck up i can be like boop, boop, boop. <laughs> there's all sorts of acting jobs all the time that are asking for people that can do use, teleprompters yeah oh. do teleprompters you can make money oh, that's totally to make money doing that 
I always say yes. And then I'm like, what if they call me? I'm going to be like, <laughs> well, I think I can do it. I can read up. Teleprompters are, it's hard. I've auditioned for teleprompters. And I'm like, yeah, how hard could it be? And then I'm like, oh, wait, I'm sorry. I don't have my glasses. I can't really. See. Can you make it bigger? Um, and then I just look like this the whole time. I'm like, hello, I'm here to talk about. <laughs> like, it's just awful. Well, do you get, so, and and for that kind of stuff, do you get to practice ahead of time or is it literally just reading it? Yep. Oh, that's interesting. Cause at least I've written what I'm about to read, right? Like I've like done the research. I think they want people who are practiced in just, just cold reading as it comes up or more or less. I don't know if I could do that. It's a skill. It's absolutely a skill. I mean, you've done it for so long now that you'd probably be better than you were when you started. Do you think they know I'm lying and that's why no one ever calls me in for it? (laughs) Probably, yes. (laughs) Comedy background and she does teleprompter reading. Okay, anyway. So, okay, so did you read our email? I did read your email. Oh, yay. I'm sorry, did we not go over the fact that I'm super type A and then I had pens? Oh, we (laughs) did, but (laughs) you would be surprised by the number of people that do not read this fucking email. Also, my neck is a little stiff in case you're wondering why I look so strange. It's not just my hair. My (laughs) neck You took the joke before I could take it. My hair is so heavy, it's hurt my neck. (laughs) Okay. So, um, what are some of the things that you find difficult in life? Kristen Bry. Uh, so I was thinking about this one and I feel like the first things that came to mind were all the things of be like just typical being someone who has ADD, which I know, do you also have ADD or is it just, it's just, I think Cara. everybody has ADD. No, I actually don't asking. think everyone has ADD. Okay. Cause no, I don't either. No, I, I know. speaking of I have auditory the ADD. relationships that I was, uh, my brother who also has ADD. Yeah. Do you meditate? I know it's one of those like things I should be doing. Do you masturbate? No, I'm just I kidding. do do that. <laughs> I do do that. Um, right at the same time. I, I do that. Stop it. Great. No, not anymore. I'm I'm older now, but um, <laughs> I do find meditation super helpful with focusing. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Do you meditate? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, like it's like no more than five minutes. I do yoga. Do you do, I do like yoga the, in the morning? Do you do do you do it without the Headspace app, or do you do it? Yeah, no, I you do. Just, like can do it with solo. I just sit there and relax. I'm. I get. I can easily space out. I just. I don't have make time for it. And when I started meditating, to me, it's been my whole life. I've meditated. It's just spacing out during the day. Like so, I just wake up, sit in a quiet space, and space out. And it, it, for some reason, it slows me down, it clears my mind, and it makes me, it, like, when I start my day, on those days, I feel less chaotic when I do it. That's good. I should, I, again, I should be doing it. I don't do it. But yeah, so I was going to say, like, the typical things that I would say that are difficult are obvious. It's like, I start too many things that I can finish, and I get distracted really easily. But I think the more unique, difficult things that I'm realizing is, like, I'm really bad at, fan, like, being a fangirl. Like, when you go to, like, and in the way that... When you go to... I don't know what a fangirl is. So it's like when you go to see someone speak or it's like a speaking event or something where you have like all of a sudden in person you have access to someone who has more... Clout. Yeah. Or something that can help you Yeah, so it's like the perfect example. I went to this thing on Sunday where two of the producers from The Daily Show mm-hmm. who were super approachable and awesome were the speakers. Yeah. And my initial reaction was, I don't want to be that person. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be that person and go up and be like, I have this comedy show right. that I do on the internet that is exactly what you do. Yeah. 
I didn't want, you know, it's like, it's that, that thing of like, I find it really difficult to like show my cards in that way of like Mm -hmm. looking desperate or looking like I'm giving you the upper hand, not even the upper hand, but it's like, you're, have you read lean in? I have, of course I've read lean in. And it's, but it's not (laughs) that it's like, but then of course I overcame it and I did it. We should have a live studio audience all the time. And so like, so I find that hard. I find it hard to like look like the one who's like going to ask, like to be one of the people who's like many people who's asking something of you. Like when, when you approach someone who has more power or more, like they have a job and like, you you know that like I should, but like, I don't want to just come up and be like, I don't know, like say the same shit that everyone else says to you. You're very direct. Like you're very direct type A, but I think it's like, from my perspective is that you, um, it's easy for you to be direct and type A for somebody else, but it's harder for you. Maybe. Oh, absolutely. you know what I mean? That's like, which I think, I think a lot of people have, it's very hard. Yeah. It's really hard to like advocate for yourself. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, cause that's, I mean, I'd say like the imposter syndrome of why me. And so like my ability to on my own behalf, be like, I have this show. And like, instead of like immediately cutting it down, like, you know, it's like a big, big deal. Like, yeah. Like I am the first one to like, in, like cut myself down before anyone else can Yeah, with the stuff that I've done. Right. Cause I don't think it's like that big of a deal yet or yeah. like, and like, I don't want to like, I don't want to be inauthentic in the way that I'm presenting it. And because right. I think my biggest pet peeve is when people over bloat. Yeah. What like, they've actually done. Yeah. But like, that's how you get ahead. Like that's like, yeah. it works. But the thing is you do the work. You know what I mean? Like there's people that bullshit and like don't have anything to back it up, but you like, you have every reason to do that anyway. So you, I don't know why I'm convincing that? you. I did. Yay! What did you approach? I did, oh, and good. what was funny is because they, the two of them, are starting a dating app because they're, of course, oh, they're that's like, fun. they're like, ones in her probably her early thirties and ones in her <laughs> early forties, and like, they're like, we've done a lot of dating apps, and there's <laughs> these are the problems that we recognized, and so we just built our own, and they needed access to, they wanted, they're trying to find someone who can run more of the day to day because they have very full time jobs, yeah, and so I was like. I I think I might know someone. So of course I like just flipped it around and now I got back in touch with them to introduce them to my friend, and, which I, which I'm now I, hoping I can then squeeze back in. Like, how did I go with my friend? Do you want to watch my show? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Awesome. Yes. That's awesome. So good for so, you. Yeah. Okay. Have you, um, what is your greatest fear and why? I mean, this one's like really existential. Cause I don't have like, I'm afraid of heights or whatever. Like I, it's literally, and it sounds really sad. It's like, I'm afraid of not Matt, like, n- like nothing I do will ever actually matter. Like not accomplishing mm. something that matters. Mm. Yeah. 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 Like that's fair. Just, it's just, you kind of just exist and, and then you were, and it's, and like, and just not ever having worked on something or created something that like meant something feel like you got it inside you some specialness some yeah thing, but then it's like it's very easy to second guess that i mean like does that just mean i'm a narcissist <laughs> like, <laughs> i like to think that you have like the potential that you should be doing something no i great. think it's, no because i think i think i don't know i think that's natural in all human beings like to it's like that good of like wanting to do something good you know and like narcissists don't give a shit about anyone like they just you know what i mean but don't narcissists like want to be important yeah but at any cost oh and some don't they all just want to be safe that's what is narcissism, that what narcissism is. is yeah they're super tiny safe inside themselves and they'll do anything to protect themselves so that's why they're very difficult because they lie 
So if it feels safe to say yes, they'll say yes. But then another time, same thing, they'll say no because that's what feels safe. Oh, that's I never I've so never heard always that explanation. That parent, I've had a lot of experience with narcissists. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> say that's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Yeah, they do anything to protect themselves. So some of them, yeah, totally want to be famous. And like she said, they'll do it at any cost. Doesn't matter. But not all of them want to. I might be narcissist. You're not a narcissist. Okay. <laughs> Good. Checkbox. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> no problem. I mean, it's hard to be in a relationship with a narcissist. Tell me about it. Narcissism. Okay, so that's a totally valid fear. You don't have any weird, like, toenail clipping. No, like, and that's, like, I am very messy. Like, I am, and when it comes to most things, I'm like, you do you. Like, I can, even, and even even I think, like, because I was trying to think of that question when I read the email. I was like, is there anything that really freaks me out? It's like, there's no animals that really, I'm like, oh, I can't hold a snake. Um, Oof. Like, and I, mm. I mean, obviously I was like, I just like got up and did stand up. Like, I think like, yeah. I think like a lot of things that are more f- normal fears of like, yeah, I'm like, ah, oh, I can do it. Yeah. Um, but that like the more, it's more, it's definitely more existential of like, yeah. what really matters. Right. Yeah. Do you want kids? I'm yes. I mean, I would say if it works out that way, I would be very happy to have kids. I think I love, I absolutely love kids. And I think I would be like Mm -hmm. a really fun mom. Yeah, you'd be amazing. But I also don't, like I have, I still at 32 still have much more of a craving to like figure the career thing out Mm -hmm. than I'm having, I need to have a baby. Right, yeah. Like that like internal drive Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. is like, I'm on like the very edge, I think of figuring out like really what I'm Mm -hmm, supposed to be doing mm -hmm. and like following that through versus like, Oh, it's time to have babies. Yeah. But like if it happens, it happens. And if it doesn't, I think I would still have a really good life. Totally. Awesome. Okay. Have you conquered any fears? I think the video, I mean, I think putting the videos up, I think there was like a big, uh, like, who do you think you are? Especially because mm-hmm. what I, ta- I mean, because mm-hmm. we, we didn't really address it. It's like the videos themselves are. Yeah, I was just going to ask about that. Yeah, so the videos are mixing. It's like a short form poor man's John Oliver. It's like I take yeah. different social justice issues that are happening. And in like about five minutes, mm-hmm. I try to like break down the issue. And it's very, uh, I have an opinion about it. It's not just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not objective. Um great. And but I also try to make it funny. Like I try yeah. to use gifts. I use my own humor and make them self-deprecating. But like I try to find a funny angle to both educate, but also entertain on a certain topic. Um, in yeah, so I would say that's the best way to, to explain it. On YouTube or Instagram, also. So I do both. I think I have. I think the the format is better because there are five minutes. I think they're better. It's I'm, I'm realizing that they're better received on YouTube because right. I think when people YouTube are on YouTube. Well, yeah. They're more expecting something that's longer right. versus Instagram. People are like scrolling, fast, yeah. you know, there's, sc- and it's like to yeah, keep fast, their attention fast. is long mm-hmm. is, but so what I've, what I'm playing with now is I still, because Instagram is really pushing IGTV. I yeah. post it on Instagram. I post it on YouTube. Um, and then I'll do like clips and stuff, like little teasers of like the actual jokes and try to get people to go back 
oh, smart. to the actual link. Okay, cool. So yeah, but those are the two places. I'm over Facebook, and so I'm not po- like I'm barely posting on Facebook. Anymore. I do because you have to, but I'm not like putting any effort into right. actually are you, trying to grow the audience. There. Are you over Facebook because it's so saturated with? No, because I feel like their algorithm makes no sense. Like unless you're gonna buy an ad, no one sees your stuff. Oh, like that's the experience I felt like I was having. Like I would post things and like just like the reaction and the engagement. Step it up, Facebook. Yeah, and and also the thing is because they're under so much pressure of you know it's like in in uh, February for Black History Month I Mm -hmm. had multiple things that were about race. Yeah, they're super sensitive sensitive. to like and they're bots of turn like shutting something down that could be any offensive in any way, which is fair. I mean, and like you know, if they're airing on both sides, like that's fine. Right. But uh, I definitely noticed because I while I don't think I'm offensive with my videos, the topics Mm. are definitely not. I mean, last week's video was about abortion, so Mm. (laughs) you know, good for you. Abortion. So I take it you're against abortion. <laughs> totally. <laughs> um, shut it down. Shut it yeah. down. Okay, I'm just gonna check the time. Okay. So, oh, do you have a day job now? So the day job is, and this is a thing that I feel I do feel very lucky in having the height, the not height, it's the side road. I don't know what metaphor I'm looking for. Not even side. I mean, like the, the road less travel. No, like the, like doing doing the no, like doing tech before I did entertainment. Yeah, it's like I, I while lost and not super fulfilled. Cart before the horse. Sure. Well, yeah. Let's go mm. with that. Before the station. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. So I basically still kind of do like consulting stuff in tech. Oh, okay. Which pays well and means I don't have to go like do some, you know, like work at like orange theory as like, and like check people in, which yeah. is great. Not that there's anything wrong with that, oh, but right. I ordered the strip club. I actually did think about that at one point. I was like, we have a friend who was like, Oh yeah. The waitresses at the strip club who aren't even strippers yeah. are making like yeah, $3,000 a dollar a night. And I was like, I yeah. can do that. <laughs> or like, yeah, I, fuck could, yeah. I could sell some eggs. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah. So I do that, which is great because it's, you know, I work with one of my best friends who was like my lap, my work wife at my last company. Um, and it's definitely not, I'm definitely not making as much money as I was making before, but it's such a realization of like, oh, that doesn't fucking matter when you actually do something that you like yes. doing. You were miserable at the last <gasps> job. You were so miserable. So miserable. I know. Yeah. So you, are you working full time or you're? No, it's, it's like, it's super flexible. It's like, she's basically will call me. Well, there's two, there's two jobs. Cause there's part-time consulting stuff with her mm-hmm. where she's like, we have this project. I need to do the X, Y, and Z. And it's usually like the day before. She's like, do you have like three hours to work on this tomorrow? Mm-hmm. So that's an hourly based job. And it's like building PowerPoint decks and mm-hmm. like coming up with strategies and mm-hmm. like collateral and all those, you know, cliche terms. Um, and then the other thing that I'm actually very, very excited about working on is I have friends who in 2013 started an organization that teaches women who are sex uh, survivors of sex trafficking how to be programmers. Oh my God, that's awesome. <laughs> that's totally <laughs> bad. So it's like, yeah, so it's like they, every six months they have a new class of women. They teach them, like it starts with like the basics, front end stuff. And now, but now they've had enough classes graduate where they have enough graduates that they need like actual paid work. And so mm-hmm, I'm helping mm-hmm. them with all their sales stuff of like, how do you get 
like how do you go from like only focusing on raising funds for mm-hmm, like through like mm-hmm, fundraising mm-hmm. to like actually getting people to like pay for your work and so that's the other part-time job of doing like mm-hmm. all their business development sales stuff for them so like that one's really rewarding because yeah. obviously well, um, you're already conquering your fear of not meaning something because that's huge boom boom that you can give up on I everything can just, like, now. I can just like relax. Give now. everything. Okay, just relax. Great. Oh, that's uh, da, 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 time, da, 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 folks. We gotta do. Yeah, um. Yeah. This. So now, this is the part. This is okay. So this is the part of the podcast where Kristen, one of us, writes a script, and then we all cold read it. You've seen this, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, and then uh, we Facebook Live it just for you and your love of Facebook. <laughs> and um, <clears throat> it's always a little awkward while we uh, set up here. So uh, are you, uh, oh, I know what I was going to ask you. For your YouTube channel, are you, um, do you have subscribe? what is it? Subscribers? Monetized? Are you monetized no. on there? because now you need 4,000 hours of watch time before they will monetize you. Can you just watch yourself over and over I, again? I, I actually did that for a week. Like I just kept putting in an in- incognito <laughs> browser. Yeah. And I just like had my playlist running with like yeah. for <laughs> hours. Yeah. I don't know if it worked or not. 4,000 hours is a lot. Um, I thought you had to have a certain amount of followers. No, now it's or oh, subscribers. It's, now it's watch time. 4, I think it's a thousand followers, which is not that many, and you can just buy those. Oh. I mean, people do that. I mean, with all those social media platforms, you can just buy things. Oh. But the actual oh. hours is how they're they change it. So it's like two hundred fifty thousand minutes, or like four thousand hours, or something like that. <laughs> da, da, da. Am I seeing the mill? Yeah. Okay. How are you going to share a mic if? We're st- Oh, now I you and I are just going to share yeah. a mic. Yeah, we're going to share a mic. What's up, Facebook? I mean, what's up, Shauna's mom, Kristen's mom, and my mom? My, mo- my mom's not on Facebook. I was going to say, my mom's not going to watch this. It's a joke, you guys. Oh, well. Ah, thank you. <laughs> From the live studio audience on the couch, Remy. Um. I want you to be Alexa. I want her to be Keandra. Okay. Hi, this is Christian Bry. Oh, you said it right. I said it right. right. Well, I'm the bouncer, so whenever you see bouncer, just you know, I'll just lean in. Okay. Oh, is he not, does the bouncer not have lines? Not a lot of lines. Okay. Okay, but I'll read the um, side scripts. Side scripts. Internal Billboard Music Awards, Las Vegas. Alexa and Deandra are walking up to the check-in line at the Billboard Music Awards. I can't believe you won tickets to the Billboard Awards. Thank you for choosing me <laughs> to come with you. Of course. You're the only one who would actually appreciate the experience with me. We're going to have so much fun. This line is so long. Maybe we should get the tickets to see if there's like a special line for us. Good idea. Alexa? Alexa looks in her purse. There are no tickets. Um, the tickets aren't in my purse. <laughs> I fucked up. What do you mean? I don't have. I'm. I must have forgot them at the apartment. Shit. But I mean, check your email. You can. Maybe we can use that. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, here I have the email. Let's use it. I did not rent this dress for nothing. Don't say that. You're giving me anxiety. 
fine. Girls approach a bouncer. Excuse me. Where do we check in if we won tickets? Where are your tickets? Right here. Electronic tickets are in that line over there. Ugh. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) 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 Oh, I had non-electronic, but I forgot them. So that line over there is for you. Can you just like let us into the shorter line? I rented this dress for like $400 and my whole family is watching the show tonight. Performer line is over there. Oh, no, I'm not performing. Then that line over there. Keep it moving, ladies. Can I just give you that? Alexa tries to hand the bouncer a $20 bill. Ooh. Thanks. You're welcome. (laughs) 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 Okay, so can we get can we go get in the short line? No. Come on, dude. This isn't fair. Oh, you one of those millennials that thinks life is supposed to be fair? No, we're not. Sorry to bother you. We will get in the long line. Ugh. Ugh. This is bullshit. Should we just go home and watch it from the couch? Yeah, I think it's a good idea. Yeah, fuck this. Fuck, fuck you, this bouncer. Shit. Bouncer. Oh, and scene. Alexa, can you play the Gone Girls podcast? <laughs> Sorry, she Ooh. doesn't know. Yes, the Gone Girls podcast. Okay. All right. All right. Hey, thanks, everybody. Do you have anything you want to plug, yeah. like your YouTube channel? <gasps> like my YouTube channel? Yes. Uh, you can find the show at YouTube backslash YouTube.com backslash below <laughs> the fold. You can also Ooh. go to. Is bel- that a vagina joke? No, it's a. Oh. Huh. That could be. It could no, be. It took me a little while. Yeah, it's like... Oh, that's not what mine's Split the like. envelope. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you got fl- to flip it over to see the bottom half. Yeah. <laughs> I'm exhausted. <laughs> I would have, that'd be great, though, if like my, like, Political, like social justice topic, like podcast or show was about, like, hmm, the vagina joke. Like, let's just go that <laughs> way. Ultimately, <laughs> it would be funny. You're like, and and like you either get you. it or you don't get it. Below the fold.co or www.belowthefold.co, not com, for the website. And you can also follow me where I post everything on Instagram at K R I S T I N B R E Y. Kristen Bry. There you go. Kristen Bry. 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 Everyone's still listening at this yeah, point. I just want you to know that each week we get more professional. 
Okay, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, thanks for having Kristen. me. And we'll tag you and everything so everybody can follow you. Whoop, whoop. Thanks, Goners. Thanks, Goners. Bye. You. Gone Girls Podcast. We interview the people we like and try to get to the bottom of life. The Gone Girls Podcast. The Gone Girls Podcast Show.